The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. Thank you for taking the time each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, and joining us as we talk about the Sport of Kings. It is five weeks, getting closer. And we will have all eyes on Louisville, Kentucky for Derby 136. Check out their website. It's really cool, www.kentuckyderby.com for the latest in news and derby slash Oaks doings. Really cool stuff. See some neat press releases. That's where you kind of get your inside info. Whole lot of action going on there. Check out their website. Speaking of checking out a website, winning ponies clicking right along. Now, I say this a lot. Because I say it's true. And they're clicking right along. And to date, it is $2,157,283 in exotic payoffs. And that is possibly able to grow, more likely than not, as we still have some races out there this evening, hanging over our head, waiting for post time. Exotic payoffs are growing. It's never too late to get into the action. they got their own speed ratings, turf ratings, tier levels of predictions. I like that. Change of race tabs if Mother Nature gets ugly and nasty, especially here in the spring. Full comprehensive PPs like you'd have in a program, the form, or whatever you choose or chosen in the past. Winning Ponies has it right there for you. It's a one-stop shop. Handy icons that alert you to any and all changes. For me, that, that is a big helper there because a lot of times I want to know monster workout. You know, I'm in between two horses, and I see that monster workout icon. Helps me out. It's easy. It's economical, productive. Be sure to check it out at winningponies.com. I think you're going to like it. Everything from the novice to the professional, I think you will find something right there for you. What is happening tonight? Recap of last week's races. We're going to talk about our biggins and a big congratulations out. Special guest of the week, hot-handed rider, Mr. Alan Garcia. Road New York today on his way to Keeneland going to be joining us. Hopefully we can catch him on board. Also joining us this evening is going to be Ben Huffman, Racing Secretary Keeneland. Got a whole lot of action going on tonight. Hope it all comes to fruition. If not, we're just going to pick winners, and we're going to make it all happen because that's what we do right here on Winning Ponies because we love the sport of kings. Then we got some news from the world of racing, a little bit of news, what's happening, and then handicapping from years truly, which – Hopefully we dig in there and we find ourselves some nice winners. Speaking of winners, I'd like to lay out some congratulations from Winning Pony Circ, two customers who hit the $42,475 pick six at Santa Anita on March 17th. Talk about living the high life. Congratulations from Winning Ponies out to you. And 
They actually had some winning ponies action that guided them along the way. You could have been right there with them. Next time, be there. Friday, March 26, 123 total biggins leading the pack to her paradise. Race one, a super effect, a key, 5,685.80. And then we move right on up Saturday, March 27th, my brother's birthday. Hopefully he was out there playing some races, 130 total biggins leading the pack, Remington. Race number eight, a superfecta, 6,892 even. There were some big races on the 27th. Sunday, March 28th, 95 total biggins. Charlestown, race number four, superfecta box, 5,179.60. Monday, March 29th, 32 total biggins. Turf Paradise was the winner, race number eight, 1,526.80. That is a real winner. Speaking of a winner, we have one on hold, and we're going to be getting to him very quickly. That's Mr. Alan Garcia, very busy man. In New York today, heading to Kentucky tomorrow. He is on hold. We're going to be grabbing Mr. Garcia here shortly. And I think it's going to be well worth the listen and well worth the wait. Tuesday, March 30th, 57 total biggins. Leading the pack, Hawthorne. Old Chi-Town, race number 9, 16,821 even. Wednesday, March 31st, <laughs> 45 total biggins. Charlietown, race 2, 10,241.60. Today, April Fool's Day, Thursday, 22 total biggins. Gulfstream race number one was Superfecta Key, 2005, 39, 20. That is what is happening in the world of biggins. And let me do a little recap of last week's action here before we proceed any further. We'll fly through this. And then we're going to have on our special guest of the week, Mr. Alan Garcia. And then join us after that to be... Racing Secretary Keeneland, Mr. Ben Huffman. So it's all going to be all about the Keeneland card here. But last week, Fairgrounds, race number six, the Duncan Kenner Stakes. Winners of the six cash refund, Brian Hernandez between the ears, winning by three parts of a length. Mild pressure for Steve Margolis, paying 340 Nice connections indeed. Fairgrounds, race seven, the Crescent City Derby, Heavenville. Sean Bridgemahan in the iron, surge clear and kept a task, winning by six and a quarter lengths, maybe better, paying 460 to win for Steve Asmussen. Fairgrounds again, the New Orleans handicap, a grade two event, winner of the nine battle plan, Javier Castellano. This guy is one of the most underrated riders, believe you me. He is a good man in the saddle, wins by a length and a half, four wide, three wide, cleared pace and driving. For Todd, the squad plutcher, you can see he has so many runners out there. My goodness. Fairgrounds, the Mervyn Muniz, a grade two event, race number nine, winners the eight. Blue Street, Javier Castellano once again, a length and three-quarter winner, circling foes, clearing late paint, 760 to win for Todd Plutcher. Once again, they team up. Race number 10, Fairgrounds, Louisiana Derby, grade two. Grade two, Louisiana Derby, can you believe it's already came and went? Winner is the two, Mission Impossible. Rajiv Marah, another incredible rider. Wins by three parts of a link, seven. Make it maybe five wide. I remember seeing the race up late down the lane. 16.20 to win for Todd Pletcher again. Hmm. Are you starting to see anything there? Gulfstream Park, race number 10. The Pan American, a grade three, a mile and a half on the weeds. Winners the 10, Bear Path. Frederick Lenclou is the winner by three parts of a length. All out and prevailing at the wire, paying $40.80 for Ian Wilkes. Very fine horseman indeed. Oakland Park, race nine, the Rainbow Miss, six on the dirt. Winners the five, Storming Susie with Joel Campbell aboard. 
by three and three quarters. Dual clear driving, 1260 to one for Bill Howard. And then we got Oakland race 10, the carousel stakes. Winner number seven, Palanca City. Christopher M.A. wins by a solid length, confident four wide bid, paying 380 to win for Scott Becker. Santa Anita to Tokyo, grade three event. Winner is the one, tap it lightly, Tyler Bays. Young upcoming rider, I think we're going to hear about him way down the line, as well as our gentleman we're going to be speaking to here shortly for many moons. Tyler Bays wins by three parts of a length, led into the lane very game, 2164. Mike Mitchell, watch this guy off of a claim. He can claim for 20, run for a million and 20, and still win. He's got an incredible, incredible record off of the claim. Sunland Park, the La Coneja Stakes. Winner is the one happy me, Ken Tohill in the irons, wins by a head. They call it pretty close out there, paying 640 for Fred Danley. And then we back at Sunland Park, New Mexico Breeder Oaks. Winner's the one favorite flag, Luis Contreras, wins by a neck. Boy, they like to get him right at the wire. $7 to win for Henry Dominguez. The New Mexico Breeders Derby, a mile and a 16th for 100 grand. Winner's the two Desert Jack, Carlos Madeira, wins by a nose. It's getting shorter there. Joel Marr is the trainer. The Harry Henson at uh, Freedom Star, Martin Garcia. Now, this is a big wad. Two and a quarter lengths of a victory. This uh, didn't make you sweat so much there. $3 for Bullet Bob Baffert. Then we run on to the Sutherland Park Oaks, $200,000 up for grabs. Winner of the two, Harissa Tyler Bays, three and a half Link winner for David Hoffman's. Then the Sunland Derby, grade three, $800,000 up for grabs. Winner is the five endorsement, Robbie Alvarado. Three length winner as the rider, please driving down the lane, 2540 to win. Uh, wearing down conveyance with Martin Garcia. Now, if you uh, remember Mind That Bird, this is the route that he took last year, Sunland Park. And Shannon Ritter, the trainer, it looks like she's got her first stamp. For the first Saturday in May, maybe the Roses will be heading her way. Turfway Park, the Queen Stakes. Silver time, Johnny McKee paying $42 for Jeff Barkley. The Hansel Stakes at Turfway Park. Winner, the three, Cool Bullet, Calvin Borrell in the arms. Four and a half lengths, four wide, cleared in widening. 440 for Steve Margolis. Now, this guy was tearing them apart down south in Cajun land. You'll see him everywhere. Oakland, Cajun land, Kentucky. Steve Margolis, very nice horseman indeed. Turfway Park, the Bourbonette Grade 3 Oaks. Winners, the seven orchestrator, Alex Solis aboard. Wins by a next, makes you sweat it out. Paying 1660 to win for Kenny McPeak, who did incredibly well at Keeneland last year. Turfway Park, race eight, the rush away, 100,000, a mile and 16th on the all-weather. Winner is the three, X-High, Russell the Muscle Bays by a solid length, 19.20 to win for Todd Pletcher. And then we go on to Turfway, race number nine, the grade two lanes in, $500,000 guaranteed. Winner is the nine, Dean's Kitten Cornelio Velasquez. Once again, in my opinion, is a very underrated rider, running by two and a half lengths. Four wide, drifted a bit, cleared $15 for Mike Maker. Mike Maker getting his uh, his ticket, his dance card stamped. I'm really happy to see that indeed. So that was what was happening last week. 
and and this week is a, is a special week, especially if you if you're a real horse player and you really want to you really want to create something for your bucket list, and that's a place that you want to you want to visit uh, before you stop watching races, and that is Keeneland, and I believe it is the 71st. 71st spring meeting, I believe it is, and uh, Ben Huffman will gladly, gladly keep me on task if I'm, if I'm, if I'm way out of board there. But the short and sweet, there's only 15 days, 15 days of a meet in April, 15 in October. It is such a unique place. It's a cute, quaint boutique meet. It is perfect. The turf course is incredible. In a place heavily to closers, heavily to closers, the turf course, I don't think I saw but just a few speed horses actually win on it. You have to be quite the rider to actually get that done. Well, it is time to head out to a break, and when we return, it is segment number two, and that's where we have our special guest of the week on, and joining us this week is Mr. Alan Garcia, but you're only going to hear it if you stay tuned here on Winning Ponies. Passing out hundred dollar bills and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar double round the crown and everybody's getting down in this town. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports your 
tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. Thank you for taking time to join us each and every week. This is our second segment, and Winning Ponies is honored and pleased to have on as our special guest, up-and-coming red-hot rider and one to be reckoned with down the lane every time he saddles up, Mr. Alan Garcia. Alan, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? Thank you I'm for doing very me. well, and thank you for taking time, sir. No problem. You know, I saw. You know, I thought you'd be uh, in Kentucky today, and I looked in the form, and you were riding in New York today. How did you fare out on the card? Good, good. I finished a couple of seconds, and then one four. Right now, I'm um, have a little dinner with a couple of friends. Well, well, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to hold you from dinner, but I definitely want to. I'm, I'm very pleased, as well as our listeners will, uh, will enjoy uh, learning a bit about you. And uh, you have a, an incredible agent, uh, Tony McAuliffe. Uh, I feel it's a it's a really important uh, you know uh, it's an important business decision to have a right man in your corner and it seems like you have a real gem with Tony. Yes, he's a very good agent. You know, I was when I start, I was start with him. I start in New York, and I think he do an excellent job. He picked the right horses. You know, it has to be between both, between me, between him, and sometimes you have to pick the right one and then go on for that. You know. Well, he definitely referred to you in the highest regards. He referred to you as as close as family as family could get. And uh, he even spoke about his daughter. He said, Alan's got a great head on his shoulders and a man that's heading uh, nothing but up, up, and up. And, and I've been picking you up. You're one of the most gutsiest riders I've ever seen coming up the rail. The rail, the rare, rail scares you not. You're, you're not afraid of it at all. No, you know, I'm being joking. I can't fear anything. Sometimes it really open, sometimes no. You have to be very lucky. But most of the time, I get the lucky one. Oh, I think the harder you work, the luckier you get. Alan, how does a young man from Peru find himself in the world of racing? Was it a family thing, or did did you just stumble into it? You know, it was coming from my grandfather was a jockey. My father, he's a jockey right now. He's galloping horses. He's in America. So he was on my blog, be a jockey, and I was standing to see was come from my future. I started working hard and trying to learn the best I can with the horses, with other horses, watching the replay or sometimes watching all the best jokers in the world he's in America. You know, I I've watched you from from the, from the time one, and it seems like mainly it was New York that every time I was really focusing in. And I watched you right. You look patient in a saddle. You're you're adept at speed and closers. You don't look like a one-dimensional rider. You look like you can go both ways, speed and or closers, and you look doubly tough on the turf. Yes, exactly. You know, like you have to be a good judge. You have to ride anything, and then you have to adapt it well. With the horse you have, sometimes the horse is going to the lead, sometimes the horse is going to the back, has to be close. I'm, I'm very lucky about that, and I'm getting to know the horse before, and then I, get, I have to know how I have to run my horse. And then whatever it has to be, I'm making be happy my horse in a good spot and a good position. 
Well, tomorrow you're going to be heading to Kentucky, and uh, and well, I'll tell you what, there's not a better place in my in, in my thoughts than in Keeneland. Uh, you have three mounts, uh, and one is in the uh, mile and a half uh, Transylvania. You have one for uh, Kieran McLaughlin, uh, who's actually been uh, one of our guests, Barkley Tag, and Bob Baffert. Those are three big-time clients. Uh, have you had a chance to take a look at your uh, runner in the Transylvania tomorrow? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, um, both of the course, one the course of Kiana, he likes to see close on the lead, Barkley Tag, he likes to see the middle path. And then the, the, in the stay, I think that horse, he has to be very close to the pace. And then I hope so that he can get a job down. Or the, well, there's going the to be a lot of speed joining you, but as patient as you are in the saddle, I mean, some of this blistering speed, you, you look like you can stalk and or run right at them. And I was just glancing at it, and, and I was actually talking with your agent about it. I, I think you're sitting in a very good seat. I said, I think that uh, he's, he has a really good shot just to hold off that uh, – the long closer Nordic truce in the race, but uh, but you know what? That's why they run the races instead of talking about them. Al, let, let me ask you: Who are some of the trainers you find that you get most of your business from? You know, it's Kara McClacky, one of the first ones. The first one is Christopher Clemont, Linda Rice, Rick Violet, Jimmy Turner, and oh, I can't name it. It's a lot of most of New York trainers. He's given me a lot of opportunity to run his horses. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I noticed the names that you are riding for, especially tomorrow. Now, I believe you're, you're flying out tomorrow morning and you'll be in Kentucky early in the uh, morning? Yes, I'm going to be at 11 o'clock in Kinalan, Kentucky. I'm flying very early here. I'm leaving 6 o'clock in the morning. At this stage in your career, uh, do you have, and I know it's kind of hard, do you have a favorite horse who's moved your career quite a bit? One, he won his, uh, the Philly called La Houdou. He won my first Grade One in my first British Cup. Datara won the Belmont Estate. And I can name a lot of good horses and rolling in my <laughs> career. But the best part of my career right now, he was when I was the leading jockey of Saratoga. That's one of the big moments of my life. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's quite a feat. I mean, riders that, that have been plying their trade for so many years uh, don't even get close because it's such a tough colony. And, and you know what, the one that uh, you, know, you, you, you kind of laid, uh, laid off of, and I can remember you digging in deep and holding off Frankie de Torre, was the UAE Derby aboard Regal Ransom. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the, one, the other one. Nice horse I was driving for Godolphin. I think that, um, I was riding the whole first time out. He won the race very well, very good when with Kiara and Trainer. And then I went to that year. Last year I went to ride the 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 big one, the six million dollars, the Dubai World Cup with uh, this horse called Albertus Maxima. And then when Kiara and my agent he was talking about riding Rigor Ransom in the Derby, I said it's gonna be a good chance for me because I know the horse and I know he likes. Going to leave, he like getting the in the right away on the race. So you know, I took a good connection and gave me the opportunity to ride the horse back that day. The day of Datara winning winning the Belmont Stakes, uh, 
in the 140-year history of, uh, of the Belmont uh, with an incredible long shot, 38-1, to 1, uh, beating 1-4 to 4 Big Brown. Uh, it, it had to have mixed feelings for you. Uh, you know, I guess the world was kind of rooting for Big Brown, but yet that's why they run the races, and you didn't, uh, you didn't saddle up that day expecting to lose. And, uh, and Big Brown, you know, the... the uh, the events that unfolded, you know, were were untimely and they were sad. But uh, but it was it was one of the best days for a young man. I believe you were 22 at the time. I was 22 at the time. Yes, I was. Uh, was my first typical races I was running, and you know, like you want going to long shot horse in the big race. I don't think I say, oh, I'm going to finish second. I want to try to win that race, but if you're not. I want to try the best I can for everybody can see me. I can run a good races with a good horse, with a bear horse, and trying to do the best I can. So that day, he was a spectacular day. My horse ran the best races of his life. And then I'm, I feel bad for Big Brown and for all the people who went to see the Triple Hall horse, but I feel happy for myself win that race. So. You, def- you definitely sound like a sportsman and in uh, a very fair man. You know, in your heart, you want this. You want the sport to succeed and and to grow. And and you know what the fan base is and what it means to racing. But uh, even at a young age, you said, you know, I'm going to buckle down and give it my all. And on that day, history was made in Datara. You know, taking down the third leg of the Triple Crown. Also, big history happens on March 20th at Gulfstream Park. A very special day for you, Mr. Garcia. What day he was? It was at Gulfstream Park, and please don't tell me you already forgot the greatest day of your riding history, a thousand victories already? Nah, nah, I can't even forget it, you know. It's one of the big races, winning a thousand races in my career. He was a big thing for my life, but uh-huh. I want to keep it looking for forward. I want to get into 2,000, 3,000. Like, I'm a hungry jockey to win races, to run, to do the best I can. So I don't want to get down on my head and say, I want a thousand races, have a big head. No, I want to come down and then try to keep him winning. I don't think a big head's ever going to play into your fact because I think uh, day in and day out you have to prove yourself. And riding for uh, trainers of that caliber, you know, they, they expect nothing but the best. So uh, it's kind of like having a quick birthday cake. Hey, it was great, but it's time to move on and get business and look for number 2,000 and, and well beyond for you. This summer is going to be very exciting. Uh, New York is going to be racing, and Monmouth Park is going to have a very lucrative, heavy money meet. Uh, where do you plan on riding? Uh, will you jump back and forth? Will you be in New York or Monmouth, or uh, where are you going to be this summer? For the money, I, I wish I can be all the time in Monmouth because he's going to be amazing. But I have to do for my career. I'm going to be the best. He's going to be in New York. But I want to be go back and forth most of the time. I'll tell you what, there's going to be a lot of riders that are going to be heading up to Mammoth Parkway. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be an incredible meet, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Alan, just a couple more questions for you, and I'll let you get back to dinner with your friends. Uh, in 2010, do you have any goals that you'd like to accomplish professionally? Keeping winning, keeping making happy the trainers, and trying to do the best I can, and then trying to learn English. you're doing just fine one last question and then you're off the hook for this evening do you have any advice for any new and up and coming riders maybe coming to America you know starting off maybe coming out of a a prestigious jockey's colony or school do you have any advice for new and up and coming riders that are are just breaking into the game 
Yes, first I tried working hard, working hard the best I can do, everything right thing to do, trying to speak English is the best thing to do, and then after that you're good and you're going to be fine in America. Alan, I can't thank you enough. You've been a delight to have on, and it's going to be even more fun watching you ply your trade at Keeneland. And on behalf of Winning Ponies, we'd like to thank you for taking your time to join us this evening. We wish you the best on and off the track. Have a safe flight tomorrow, and we'll be watching you at Keeneland. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Alan. Enjoy your dinner. That's been Alan Garcia been on. And uh, what a young man that's <laughs> just so sprite and happy and, and just doing so well at his game. I mean, it's been nothing but a joy. And it is time to head out to a break. And when we return, we're going to be talking to another good guy. This good guy is the race secretary of Keeneland, Mr. Ben Huffman. But you're only going to pick it up if you stay tuned here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Mm-hmm. 
You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking your time to join us, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, depending on which side of the coast you live on. Just finish up with Mr. Alan Garcia, young man who's got a very bright future. And you talk about a man who already has a bright future, and he's still a young man, and he's still one of the best guys in racing. Joining us right now is the Racing Secretary Keelan, Mr. Ben Huffman. Ben, how are you? I'm very good, Ed. Uh, you're much too kind, but thank you very much. Well, you're young and you're sprite, and you uh, you're you're in charge of one of the biggest racing uh, racing uh, tracks in 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 the country, if not one of the world, that actually catches catches the I believe Hannah uh, horse racing uh, America's uh, national. Uh, what does Hannah stand for? Uh, horse racing. Uh, uh, it, it depends. They ranked tracks. I, I know exactly who you're so talking you're about. Right. right. Number number one, that's that's pretty good, and uh, you know the audience uh, uh, that's listening to you. I mean, you know, you've got a great audience, and man, I, I'm glad to do the show, and and I'm I'm glad to talk up Keenan a little bit, and especially now that everybody knows that the, the Hannah has voted uh, Keenan the number one uh, wagering track. That's great. That I believe it's uh, Horse Players Alliance of North America. There you and, go. There uh, you go. I kind of dropped the ball either. there That's for it. a second, but but you allowed me to pick it up and you flung it behind your back and you know allow me for the layup though. We got ben, it. And thank you for taking your time. I know it's an incredibly busy time, but a lot of fun for you. I'm looking over Keeneland tomorrow, and normally you can uh, you can figure out a couple of riders that are worthwhile. You have one of the best colonies in the country. Yeah, the, the riders that are coming that are going to base out of Keeneland and. You know, obviously some of them will be going uh, throughout Arkansas Derby and Wood Memorial, but on a day-in, day-out basis, I mean, I'm, let me just read some of these jockeys that are, that are going to base out of Keeneland uh, this week. Julian Leperu, Eclipse Award winner last year. Yes. Uh, Johnny Velazquez, Robbie Alvarado, Rajiv Marat, Alan Garcia, who just was a great guest on your show, Corey Nakatani's coming to Kentucky, Alex Solis, Kent DeSormo, Javier Castellano, Garrett Gomez, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, it's unreal, the the strength and the depth of the jockey colony, maybe the deepest ever. I, I have to agree with you. And, you know, if, if handicapping wasn't tough enough for uh, the players out there, I mean, you've got riders that, that can win at any strike, uh, 1 to 9 or 99 to 1. Uh, as, you, as you mentioned, Kent Sormo, Victor LeBron getting back in the game again, which I'm, I'm really glad to see him back on the Kentucky scene. And uh, hopefully yeah. uh, he's there to stay for a little bit. You know, Ben, it, it's such a beautiful place, and, and I don't think uh, I could speak to the cows come home, but Keeneland is so unique. Fifteen days in the spring, and I believe 15 days in October. Is, is there a better, better place that you can actually be if you're a horse racing fan? It, it, it's, it, you know, and my, I'm spoiled working at Keeneland and, and Churchill Downs, and I think they're two of the great places. I mean, a lot of people compare the Keeneland race meet, you know, short, boutique, compact, a lot like Saratoga, a lot like Del Mar, but even shorter than those two meets. And, you know, we do try to put on the best racing in North America for 15 days in the, in the spring and, and uh, 16 or 17 days in the fall, depending on the calendar. And, you know, that, that's what we strive to do. And, uh, and it's going to be a great race meet again, I'm confident. 
the only Sunday that you know, I and this is and I, and I say it with tongue in cheek is that that I I miss uh, racing this Easter Sunday and uh, we mm-hmm. we we, uh, we we do if we take that off we understand but I look at it it's like oh it's one less day can't we explain right. it this way or that way but you know I I just I can't get enough of Keeneland I try to get down there as much as I possibly can I I guess I'm blessed uh, being uh, less than a hundred miles away and uh, you'll get to you'll get to see my shining face down there as well as the 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 multitude of crowds and uh, it's located near the University of Kentucky. You see the uh, the youngsters out there, the everyday horsemen. It is such a unique time to actually enjoy a day at the races. It's it's unto itself. Ben, you know, as far as purses go, you know, we were talking about Mammoth Park. What is your average daily purse distribution? You know what? We were doing pretty good until the Mammoth Park condition book uh, came out. <laughs> That's a million dollars a day. Granted, they're, they're going to race 50 or 52 days uh, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, but, you know, we're giving away Keeneland this spring $615,000 a day. That's pretty good. So, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. And uh, the, the Monmouth thing, uh, that, that, that's a bizarre thing, and they're trying something different, but we feel like we're going to have a, gr- a great meet this spring with uh, 600, can you believe, I mean, think about it, $615,000 a day for 15 days lot. in a row. That's a lot of dough, and... Uh, we're going to have some serious uh, horses and trainers and owners uh, ship it in to, to, to go for some of it. Okay, we've got, we've got some of the riders, and I mean the list is long and wide. Uh, some of the big-name trainers and outfits that are coming your way. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're all, most of them have uh, divisions at Keeneland or Churchill or both. Uh, Todd Pletcher, Bill Mott, uh, Barkley Tag, Dale Romans. Wesley Ward, I mean, uh, John Terranova from New York, Richard Duck, Rick Dutro from New York, uh, John Sadler and Dick Mandela sent a few this meet from California. Um, it just, you know, they're all going to be there one way or another, whether it's a, cu- a handful of horses or, you know, 10 to 20 starters, you know what I mean? But we're, we're going to be well represented uh, by the, 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 you know, the top trainers. Incredible. And that that is it's like going to the Emmys. It's like going to the the seventh game. It's like going to see the uh, Super Bowl each and every day. I, I can't say spoil because you work so hard to to achieve and hold this uh, hold this position and doing it so well. But I'm going to bet you Diet Coke on something. Who is going to win? Now this is just a Diet Coke wager between friends. Okay. Who is going to win for the babies as far as trainer? Would it be Steve Asmussen or Wesley Ward? Wesley Ward. Wesley, who you said that that sounds like two diet cokes, and that's me now. <laughs> you know, Wesley uh, at once that's... upon a time was an incredible apprentice rider. Exactly, he was a he was he is a, a champion uh, Eclipse Award winning apprentice rider, and he's uh, the last couple of years uh, he he is he's come out of Florida with his two year olds, and uh, when it, when he when he applies for stalls in February, uh, he generally tells me uh, or tells us the racing office, myself, how well his two-year-olds are doing. They're doing all oh, my two-year-olds are doing very well. Uh, I'm a little behind because of, because of the weather, but the last two years, including this year, his two-year-olds, are. he says they're ready. So, and I believe him. He's winning 30% nationally already with his two-year-olds, and Asmussen's only winning 21%. And, uh, you know, I... 
I, I uh, and the Asmussen barn. I mean, you talk about deep and wide and long. My goodness, and they they stretch from coast to coast, from Bangor, Maine to to, to Portland, Oregon. I mean, they're there wherever the racing action is at. I, I had the opportunity to meet Wesley one time. He actually had a a couple of horses that worked out at River Downs before heading over to Ascot. Exactly right. I remember that, and uh, he had great success at Ascot uh, after training at. Um, River Downs on that turf course, which is a fabulous turf course, by the way. A fabulous <laughs> turf course. Surprisingly so. Uh, you know, as far as small tracks go, you'd say, well, that's not too bad. But I remember the words of Lafitte Pinkai, who said it was one of the best ovals that he actually that he was actually on horseback on. Uh, you're right, you're right. I've, uh, I remember my father racing horses over there, and he trained a filly that actually had a track record on the River Downs turf course for a while, a long time ago, but... Anyway, oh, so a name out here. Hearing. It's Blackie Huffman's horse, my son. Let's hear it out there. What was the That's Philly's name? Two birds. <laughs> two you know, birds. I, I would probably remember if I sat down holder. with John Engelhardt. Did, mm-hmm. you, did you used to help your father a whole lot? Yes, I used to groom horses for him, walk horses, and, uh, and, and then I was his assistant trainer for a while before I became a racing official. Did he? Uh, do you think he played a, a part in where you're at as far as understanding what the, the horseman's needs? Or the you know when a trainer comes to you and you know the difference, especially at where you're at, especially in the bigger stage. Your, your father must have played a role in, in in showing you from the inside out the game. No, uh, Ed. There's no. There is no question that uh, you know he's the reason I am where I am, and uh, I've. You know, some of the successes I've had is because of him, because I've worked for him. I worked for him on farms and training centers as well as at the racetrack. And, you know, I, I understand the, uh, the, the trainers and the owners. I understand their plight because I've worked back there. And, you know, that gives me an edge of knowing my job. It just, you know, it's not, it's not a definite prerequisite, but, boy, it sure does help if, if, if you've worked on the backside and you've worked with those horses and trainers. You just, you, I don't know, I just think you get it a little more. So, but no, I, that, it was a great experience working for my father. Great experience. I remember his stables. Now, there wasn't 500 horses, but I have to tell you, his percentage spoke for itself. And every time they came over from a better, a fan, or just someone watching from the parking lot, you had to respect when Blackie Huffman came over the horse. They were when he when he he was very conservative and when when he took one to the paddock uh, whether it's a first timer or a horse coming off a layoff they were one hundred percent ready no doubt about it he was very good at that very good yeah. at it that 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 makes my heart smile that uh, that you know that that harkens back to old time horsemen the people that did it right you know they, oh, they yeah. weren't looking to shortcut and they weren't looking to to bring their uh, their charges back anytime quick they took time and uh, you know the old timers and when I say old timers that's any bond that's above forty years old that may have learned under the tutelage of someone that had your father's expertise and uh, and and time cured so many wounds you're exactly right you're exactly right they the racing game has certainly changed, and uh, we're, we all have to adapt. But uh, you know, it is uh, we we all miss the old days. I know you do, Ed, and uh, I think we just miss the old days. Yes, we do. Tomorrow, we're talking about tomorrow, and it all begins the one hundred thousand dollar Grade Three Transylvania Mile Sixteenth on the turf. You couldn't have carted a better field, Mister. You know, it turned out it's a pretty strong field. We were a little worried at first. Uh, we were worried it was going to be a six-horse field, and uh, the racing office, uh, we, we kept calling these guys, and we had to work at it a little bit, and 
A lot of people were a little late getting out of New Orleans and Florida this winter, but uh, we got it up to nine, and, and it's uh, it's well balanced. I think it's wide open, actually. Well balanced field in you've the got uh, Transylvania. Speed, stalkers, you, you've got a big time closer with Nordic Truce, uh, King Ledley, who uh, who uh, come over from Ireland, uh, and this will be third start in the United States. The first start was in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. I mean, there's so many questions that you know that, that make you scratch your head. But I think it's laden with speed, and uh, I don't know how it's going to set up. But as you said, it's well balanced. And you know, I, I wouldn't push the button, but Alan Garcia has the five to two favorite Macias in there. Third time off of a layoff for Bob Baffert. Now, that's an yeah. incredible. I mean, he is riding for some incredible people. Exactly, and that's a nice colt. And he just uh, ran second to the Make, uh, make Music for Me, who's probably going to make a very good showing in, in, the blue, in the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes next week. So that uh, Macias has a lot of quality to him. Ben, give us the nickel tour of what we can expect as far as uh, next week. Uh, we, we've got the bluegrass coming up. It's hard to believe it's already here. Uh, is it shaping up nicely for you? Yes, it is. Uh, uh, first, Ed, man, I want to talk. Let's talk about the uh, the Ashland on Saturday. First. Forgive me. Yes, that race. Yes. That race came up so good. We got the two-year-old champion. She'd be wild. She's going to try to regain her form. Beauticians in there. Negligee. The Alcibiades winner, the, the real nice Philly evening jewel from California that Jim Cassidy trained. Uh, the Ashland, this is a, there, there's eight in there, but it's a deep, solid eight, and that, that's this Saturday. Outstanding Ashland. And then uh, working on the bluegrass next week. You know, right now it's, it's a short field, Ed, but we're working. We're working the phones. We're calling these trainers. We want a bigger field than six, but. Uh, I'll give you a couple runners that I know for sure. Aconite from Pletcher's going to run. Interactive from Pletcher's going to run. Uh, I mentioned Make Music for Me, Alexis Barber from California. Uh, Kodoy is going to run. That was the, the horse that won the Bataglia but disqualified. Uh, the Tampa Bay Derby winner, Odessus. He's either going to run the Bluegrass or Arkansas Derby. We're hoping to get him. And Anyway, we've got a lot of calls up. We're trying to beef this Bluegrass up, but the, the, the six definites we have, it's a solid six. I think 750 grade one, I still think we'll get more than six. So we're, we're, we're working it. Most definitely. And you know what? I'd rather see six champions or champions in the making, I should say, uh, sure. to be fair. Sure. I would rather see six tie it up and, uh, and throw it down than just to have fillers in there that, that would are actually, you know, they're just trying to shake the dice and uh, take a shot for it. It's a very exciting field. You know, I feel like I could kick myself because I've got a big ring around negligee in the Ashland. It's going to be from, as we talk about wagering on, on this show, negligee to me looks like a big standard in the Ashland. And the two that you mentioned for next week, Aconite to me, I think is a sleeper and interactive couldn't be coming along at a better time. Oh, there's no question. The Aconite horse, he's just been flying uh, under the radar. Actually, I think his whole career because he drops back, and he makes a run, and he's always coming, and he's had some traffic trouble here or there or a bobble start here or there, but I really think that horse is, is sitting on a bang-up race. So, and, and Todd Pletcher, gosh, is he loaded or what? Wow. Man? He's got him everywhere. Wow. Is, everywhere. 
it, it is it is just priming to be his year, and I, I definitely don't want to throw a jinx in anyone's direction, but wow, does he have just a lot of bullets in the gun. Just when the favorites seemed like the, you know they're not going to get the job done, he's got some second stringers that just come off the bench and just wow you. I mean, he's, he's in incredible shape, and, and they couldn't be in a better place at a better time. Ben, we have to no head out to a break, but I'd like to thank you for taking time from your busy schedule and joining us and talking about all glorious things. Number one in our hearts is Keeneland. And days of operation are? Uh, days of operation Wednesday through Sunday. And First we run post 15. time? I think our post time is, I'm pretty sure it's 105. I, you know, I, I should know that. Pretty sure it's 105. It but uh, we're going to have an outstanding meet, and, and I hope your listeners tune in to Keeneland and and uh, and wager a few bucks on us that we would appreciate it. Trust me. I, I think uh, I think that's going to have to go without saying because I know where I'm going to be tomorrow. Ben, thanks so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. I'll give you a holler when I'm down at Keeneland. Thank you very much, Ed. Glad to, glad to be on. Thank you. Thank you. Ben Huffman, well, gentleman of racing, racing secretary at Keeneland, and a man making a difference in our game. Time to head up to a break. When we return, you know what? We're not going to go out for a break. We're just not going to go out for a break. That's all we're just going to do because we go out of 57, and right now it's 50. And you know what? We've talked to Ben Huffman. We've talked to Alan Garcia. Why don't we talk a little bit of handicapping? And we got seven minutes to talk about it. And you know what? I think I like it. Maybe got six minutes, but uh, you know what? I, I definitely like uh, like to talk about plenty of races because there's a lot of action. Let's go to Hawthorne this Saturday, the seventh race, Hawthorne, a mile and eighth, the Illinois Derby, Grade Three. In here, I like the six nine to two. Dave and Dixie third off a layoff. Jose Valdivia for John Sadler. Sadler winning twenty two percent, nine to two. Dave and Dixie in the Illinois Derby. It is a mile and an eighth. Very nice indeed there. Then we go to Tampa Bay Downs, and we go to the eighth race. There's a huge car to Tampa Bay for Florida Brads here. And I like in the seventh, or excuse me, the eighth race going seven panels. I like the four dances with Ashley, nine to two. Elvis Trujillo, Elvis is in the building, and he's riding for Marty Wolfson, and he's nine to two, or she is nine to two. And I think this girl is really good. If you get nine to two, enjoy it and get all that you want. That's the eighth race at Tampa Bay. That is the four dances with Ashley. Up to New York we go. Race number seven, the Bay Shore, seven furlongs, grade three. The day has come, 85 and a 54 to 5. We're going to find out if that broken bit was the answer. I think it is yes. This real cold by Forrest Camp. I see gone, daddy gone. Going to be really, really tough to wheel in in the Bay Shore. Also in an entry with Casaneda. Uh, Ramon Dominguez is riding. Jorge Chavez is picking up the other edge of the mount. Casaneda, 85 and a 54 to 5. If you get that, consider it a gift in the Bay Shore, the seventh race at Aqueduct. Race number eight at Aqueduct, a mile and eight, the Excelsior, a great three, $200,000 up for grabs. I like the four in here, Goldsville, Ramon Dominguez, Mike Hushan. They are winning 56% of the time together in my favorite angle, second off of the poly track which is just an incredible move here from Santa Anita to Aqueduct. And they're, they're not running on the inner track anymore. They're on the outer. So I like Goldsville, 7-2, to Ramon Dominguez, Michael Sean. And then the ninth race at Aqueduct, the Gray One Wood Memorial, 750 grand. I think this is race of the day to watch. It's going to be just a superb race. And if the three wins, that's Escandaria. This is a derby favorite all around, no questions about it, if there is an impressive win here. But, uh, you know, uh, 
you got uh, Johnny Velasquez in the air for Todd Pletcher, and as Ben alluded to, uh, Pletcher's loaded for bear. Escondary, they were ducking away because they thought that uh, he was actually going to be heading to the Florida Derby. I love Escondary, even though it's 4-5, to five, but I'm going to lay a big exacta box in there, and that's going to be with the two awesome acts, Julian Lay Peru for Jerry Mons- Jeremy Noceda, who's one for one at Aqueduct, and uh, second time from... Uh, from uh, from Santa Anita track wins the Gotham. I, I mean, just wins traffic on the turn and clear. I think Awesome Act is going to be uh, giving Escondary all that he wants on that day, and I'm going to box him up. And I suggest follow me to the windows on that one. Tenth race at Aqueduct, seven furlongs. It's the Carter Grade One Speed Galore in here, which leads me to the four Musket Man Ramon Dominguez for. Derek Ryan, and I'll tell you what, I see this to be a real impressive jock switch. Daniel Centeno to Ramon Dominguez. Centeno's an incredible rider. Dominguez is even better, in my opinion. Centeno's going to be incredible. Give him his time. But I'm going to tell you what, Ramon Dominguez is right there, and he's clicking at 29% winning this year. Coming exits off of a victory. Ran third in the Preakness last year, ran third in the Derby, wins the Illinois Derby. I'm telling you what, I see Musket Man shooting off a bullet on March 27th. That was just last Saturday at Tampa Bay, 46-4. and four. Musket Man, 3-1 in the 10th race, the Carter at Aqueduct. Eighth race at Keeneland. It's, it's an undercard allowance race in here, and I like the two vacation, Alan Garcia, for uh, Shug McGahee, actually two for two in the money at Keeneland, second off of a layoff. And that, those are graded uh, numbers underneath that uh, allowance race where you saw Vacation, who was not Vacation, was highballing and motoring down the lane. And I see plenty of speed to set up Vacation. Alan Garcia, a heady rider and quite a nice young gentleman, as you heard him on our interview. I was very, very happy. I, I could have I listened to him go on. He just seemed excited about the game. Ninth race at Keeneland on Saturdays, the mile and the 16th grade one Ashland, $400,000 in here. I kind of tipped my hat to Ben here, and I said, I think you tipped on it. I like negligee, 5-1, Rajiv Marav, or John Terranova. Terranova on all weathers winning 27% of the time. Last race was the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies came flying, just flying. And I'm going to tell you what, this is an all-weather runner, a daughter by Northern Aflate who is 3-for-4 on the all-weather and I'm going to tell you what, take a look at the work schedule here. Six days, six days from the last work, three days. They are priming her ready, and she be wild, and Apple Charlotte are going to have their hands full because, Negligee, it is your time to shine in the light of the night. Santa Anita race number four on Saturday, a mile and a turf, the Arcadia. It's a grade two in here. And if they beat Battle of Hastings, I'm just going to say I'm going to be befuddled. Four for four in the money at Santa Anita. And I've uh, been running in graded company, grade one dropping in company here. Tyler Bays is a 38% in the money turf rider. And Jeff Mullins is an incredible trainer himself. Sixth race at Santa Anita. a mile and a Santa Anita Derby. $750,000 up for grabs. And I believe we're looking at the Derby favorite. And, and if he actually lives up to it and there's no, uh, no ifs, ands, or buts, looking at Lucky, if you miss the Rebel, go back and take a look at it and take a look at the impressive move that Garrett Gomez made for Bob Baffert. Looking at Lucky in the Santa Anita Derby, 
actually back on uh, his home court. This three-year-old son of Smart Strike is two for two, a win in a second at Santa Anita. But I'm going to tell you what, a win puts no doubts in my mind whatsoever. But also underneath, I'm going to use Caracortado, which I believe is Spanish for Scar's face, Paul Atkinson and Mike Mikowski. You talk about a dream ride for Paul Atkinson. You can bet this guy is going to be getting every single thing that he can really get out of, uh, out of this three-year-old gelding by Cat Dreams. I'm also going to use Setsuko which is Raphael Bejarano and Dick Mandela, three for three in the money at Keeneland, runs an honest race each and every time. And there are just some other races that we could just go on and on and on, and they are just out there. And this is an incredible weekend to be a racing fan. Whew! Well, time flies when you're talking about thoroughbred racing, and we'd like to thank our special guest, guest, one, Mr. Alan Garcia, for taking his time to be with us tonight, and Racing Secretary Keeneland, Mr. Ben Huffman, for taking their time, and you especially for taking the time to tune in and join in with us because we enjoy having you here, and without you, there would be no us. So until next week when we meet again, may all your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck and good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio.